just to let you know we're in for $1,000 for, for, for what? You spent $1,000? We may have bought a team. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. And now, another inside look at the planning committee for the King's coronation. Your Majesty, if I may be so bold as to suggest that perhaps there could be dancing. And, and would your Royal Highness be inclined to also dance? This has been another look inside the planning committee of the King's coronation. Wisconsin Badger alum and retired NFL star J.J. Watt making sports news outside of football. I'm officially retiring from retirement. No, he's not retire- returning to the NFL. He's not even really returning to football. He is investing in football. We are playing football, also known as soccer. <laughs> Don't nobody care about soccer? See, this is the thing to do now. you got to buy a soccer team in Europe. I, it seems a little like he's copying... Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, just got some pub for that. Did Ryan Reynolds. He's the really pretty man. Yes. Right? yes. <laughs> the gorgeous actor, actor who, yes. owns a, uh, who owns a team, yes. So he owns a team over there, and here's J.J. Watt announcing on Twitter that, yeah, he and his wife, they're actually doing the same thing. We are going to invest in European football. So you want to be Ryan Reynolds? No. Yes, please. <laughs> That's Very the wife. Funny. Yes. That's funny. He's not buying the whole team, but part ownership, it seems, in the team. We don't have buy an entire European football club kind of money. We're more along the lines of minority investment, but massive emotional investment. So America, allow us to introduce you to Burnley. Buckle up, kids. Burnley Football Club. So he's now part owner. All right. Is JJ Watt. So will there be documentaries and a fun show connected to this also on Hulu? I think maybe just for like a small little ownership piece, maybe not. I don't know that he's in a position to make any decisions. Okay. Right. But who else? Mark Atanasio bought into one. It's the Brewers owner right now. He's in with Norwich City. Mm-hmm. Other celebs buying into sports teams include Bill Maher. He has a stake in the New York Mets for some $20 million. Listen to this ownership group here. Gloria Estefan, Fergie, Jennifer Lopez, Serena, and Venus Williams all have a stake in the Miami Dolphins. Okay. Jay-Z, uh, he's in with the Brooklyn Nets, minority stake in that mm-hmm. NBA team. That See, he started that a long time ago. He was in in two, 20, 2003. Uh, let me see. Usher has a piece of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Back when LeBron was probably good. I suppose, right? And so, there. Are we in a position to make a, a purchase of any kind? We might have to consider this. Should invest in a team? Yes. And sponsor some local rec team. <laughs> so Right. Yeah, these guys are in for like a million dollars seems to be the base that you have to come up with for yeah. some share of, a, of an actual team. Toasted Kickers out there looking for investors? I think we, we should have this. No, you can do that. Like, you could sponsor a team. They could wear their, our logo yeah, on the back. Why not? It's a great idea. Wisconsin's morning news team. All right, we're going to start this. I'm going to start checking some prospects out. Can you uh, requisition that? Who do we got to talk to up there in finance? (laughs) Because it's not our money we're investing. Just to let you know, we're in for $1,000 for for what? You spent $1,000? We may have bought a team. (laughs) So we can need to expense that now. We are playing football, also known as soccer. (laughs) 
Don't nobody care about soccer? Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers began their six-game road trip on Tuesday night out there in Colorado and did so with a little bit of a dud, dropping game one of three to the Rockies by a final score of three to two. The Brewers' offense had a decent day at the plate, eight total hits, but just failed to score in key moments throughout the game. Freddie Peralta had the the start for the Brewers. He pitched pretty well, going six strong innings, striking out ten hitters and only allowing two earned runs. Peter Strzelecki got the nod in the eighth inning with the game tied at two, and he would give up the go-ahead RBI single with the loss. The Brewers do fall to 18-11 and 11 on the season. Despite dropping a tough one on the road, manager Craig Council, though, he was happy to see one of his aces, one of his healthy aces, continue to be a staple in this starting rotation. I think Freddie's pitched well a whole bunch. You know, maybe maybe the San Diego start, he might have some, want some, some of that back, but the rest of the outings have been plus-plus, and he's in a good spot to continue performing well. The crew is right back at it tonight, looking to rebound with a first pitch of 740. Eric Lauer is slated to get the start. Over to the NFL, where the Packers have officially extended the contract of their new starting quarterback, Jordan Love, on Tuesday. It's a one-year extension worth $22.5 million with $13.5 guaranteed. That is according to ESPN. The moment was not too big for him. You could see that. He was super poised. That, quite frankly, gave us the confidence that we needed to see from him. Instead of picking up the $20.3 million fifth-year option, which the Packers had the ability to do, the extension gives Love more money up front now while helping the team financially in 2024. The guaranteed money will be a split so that Love gets a healthy raise in 2023 and the Packers receive some cap relief over in 2024. A win-win for both sides. And lastly, over to the NBA. As the New York Knicks tie the Eastern Conference semifinal series one game apiece after beating the Jimmy Butler-less-led Miami Heat 111-105. Butler sat out due to a sprained ankle in which he sustained in Game 1. And the Lakers, the road team, to begin their series with Golden State, win a close one by a final of 117-112 to 112 to snag the early 1-0 series lead. Coming up, the Joint Committee on Finance is now actually putting together the pieces of the two-year state budget, and they're off to a really good start. 620 on Wisconsin's Morning News. So entertaining being in the newsroom yesterday as we were listening to a live feed from the state capitol and our our legislators getting down to the business of actually crafting the state budget. So they did the whole state tour. They went and heard from the people in all corners of Wisconsin. Yeah. What are your priorities? But now we got to actually make the budget, the two-year, the biennial budget. And what? How's they, it going? <laughs> well, day one, meh. When the solutions, apparently, from the Dems are more government more spending, more welfare, smoke more weed. Yeah, our approaches are going to be different. <laughs> <laughs> that's, All right, that's pretty good. That's Joint that's Finance Committee Chair Mark Bourne. Then there's this. So what's your plan? You agree that we need to grow. You disagree that these are the ways. And then it's trust us. We will slowly dribble out pieces of the budget week after week. That's Representative uh, Goyke from Milwaukee. So that's where we're at right now. That's, as, that's where we left that's, things. That's as good as we are at the moment. And that's, so Tuesday. what's your plan? <laughs> that was Tuesday, day one. <laughs> yes. So I think what's expected and what we kind of saw coming is that they've eliminated more than 500 of items that Governor Evers had put into the budget 
And some of those may come back in some form, whether it's in the budget or out of the budget. But as anticipated, all of it has been removed. Well, this is what you have when you have shared governance, right? You got the Republicans who control the legislature and you got whatever they decide to put together in this package and send up to the governor. The governor has a, one of the most powerful veto line item veto pens in the nation. So Governor Tony Evers will then have his crack at it and say, oh, yeah, you didn't put this in there. Well, I'm going to cross this out, move this around How here. How about that? That's right. I'm going to fix the damn roads. <laughs> He's going to put that in there. We fixed the damn roads. <laughs> He'll put his stamp on it as well. I just, we were, Eric and I were sitting in the newsroom yesterday and all this was happening. We were here listening to all these zingers. Bing, pow, bing. <laughs> These guys just taking shots at each other. It's going back and forth. That's all we ever hear is just. Because these... I overheard that first bite about the, you know, smoke your weed. And then <laughs> I said, what are we listening to here? He's like, yeah, Joint Committee on Finance. They're yep. doing the work of the people. Yep. So that was only part of the day. Uh, The other big story that came out uh, yesterday was something we anticipated, the whole shared revenue idea, too. So that the larger plan from the Republicans on what shared revenue looks like across the state and in Milwaukee and in Milwaukee County also detailed yesterday. While we're on state politics, one other thing I just wanted to point out, you and I were talking about it this morning, is um, our state Supreme Court came down with a decision. I, I honestly don't know how often this happens because we typically, when we talk about the state Supreme Court, we we look at a handful of really controversial rulings uh, of the high court, but it's a fraction of the opinions that the court issues in Mm -hmm. a calendar year. So maybe this happens more often than we think, but the state Supreme Court actually came to nearly a consensus on an issue. They had a 6-1 ruling, three liberal justices, three conservatives all agreeing, one conservative dissenting. Matter before the court was whether a patient could compel a hospital to provide a treatment to which the hospital objected. And this goes back to COVID times. Remember, the controversial drug often used in veterinary medicine, which many conservatives and some doctors claimed was a treatment for people who were sick with COVID. And I don't want to go and relitigate the merits of that. But uh, what's interesting, the drug was ivermectin. The Supreme Court didn't want to relitigate whether ivermectin worked or didn't work. Rather, the matter before them was whether or not the hospital has a right to say, this is not the care that we prescribe for this. And so this guy who was sick in the hospital, his family sued and said, no, we've got a doctor, a retired doctor, who says this is the way to go. We want to have ivermectin uh, administered here to our family member. And the hospital said, no, we don't do that. And so it went through the court system, got up to the high court, and the high court, six to one, said, regardless of what you think about ivermectin, that's not what's at play here. It's whether or not the hospital had a right to determine what kind of treatment and they sided with Aurora. So dogs and cats lined together in the <laughs> yeah, state Supreme Court. One exception was Justice Rebecca Bradley. She's on the conservative side, the lone dissenter. But the court ruled that the law was actually on the side of Aurora. Six to one, that ruling in the Wisconsin State Supreme Court. No more, Mr. Nice Guy. Six forty-two, just like it was in Wayne's world. Alice Cooper is coming to Milwaukee tonight. So, do you come to Milwaukee often? Well, I'm a regular visitor here, but Milwaukee has certainly had its share of visitors. The French missionaries and explorers were coming here as early as the late 1600s to trade with the Native Americans. In fact, isn't Milwaukee an Indian name? Yes, Pete, it is. Actually, it's pronounced Milwaukee, which is Algonquin for. The Good Land. So I bet you a lot of folks know a few Alice songs, even if you're not a fan. Right? Sure, oh sure. Or you would hear a song and be like, "Oh yeah, I know that song. That's Alice Cooper." Now, right? do you think he drops some Milwaukee talk? He's got during the to. show, right? Well, so apparently, like he is aware that that bit is like a thing. Yeah. 
play, playing the Miller High Life Theater, by the way, tonight, Wisconsin's Morning News host Man- Sandy Max has met Alice Cooper, interviewed him not that long before. He is, you know, so proud to be representing Milwaukee in that film and still does. He's this terrific ambassador. I was wondering, like, is that like Bob Uecker here must be in the front row? Like, does it bother him or is he like, no, cool? He thinks it's cool. He told me that other people have said, kind of back off. But I told him, no, those people are probably from Minneapolis and just jealous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so I told him, we no, go it. with full force on Miliwake. We love you. We welcome you back. So I'm super excited to hear that. Like you wanted to come out That's and break awesome. it out tonight, right? On stage? Absolutely. If he is seen anywhere around town, first thing anybody will say, right? <laughs> hey, Miliwake. Yes. Right. yes. Say it. Say it. Do the line. And have Mike Meyer come out there with you. <laughs> yes. So Alice Cooper, 8 p.m. show tonight at Miller High Life Theater. Last I checked, there were some tickets still available. PabstTheaterGroup.org for tickets. Actually, it's pronounced Miliwake. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers began their six-game road trip on Tuesday night out there in Colorado and did so a little bit of a offensive dud, dropping game one of three to the Rockies by a final score of three to two. Freddie Peralta got the start for the Brewers and pitched pretty well, going six strong innings, striking out ten hitters and only allowing two earned runs. Milwaukee We'll look to bounce back tonight with a first pitch of 740 over at Coors Field. Eric Lauer is slated to get the start. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. The days of the off-season drama at 1265 Lombardi Avenue, well, they are slowly, slowly fading away, thankfully. As of Tuesday, according to ESPN, the Green Bay Packers did not pick up the fifth-year option on their new starting quarterback, Jordan Love. And as of yesterday, I provided a few reasons why I would not, and it turns out, even though I was slightly right, Russ Ball and Brian Gunekinst were still two solid steps ahead of me. Instead of the $20.3 million price tag the fifth year would cost, the Packers instead inked their new starter to a one-year extension, which will provide Love a healthy pay raise in 2023 and will also help the team financially in 2024. This bodes well for both sides, guys, and here's why. The Packers not only create some much-needed, much-deserved cap space in 2024, but they also leave their two-year window open to get a solid look at what their hope is for the future. They protect their downside in case Jordan Love stinks, and this deal also helps Love's upside by saving close to $7 million in guaranteed money. For Jordan Love, on his side, it's a healthy pay raise of more than $10 million regardless of how he performs. If he does perform well, which the team and Jordan Love expect, he can make what he would have earned under the fifth-year option. Technically, he can make a little bit more. This deal is easily a win-win for both parties. It sets aside any quarterback drama for once and gives each side a sensible approach to 2025. If you think otherwise, do me a favor, don't. It's, it's truly, truly not that deep. Look, Despite what some of you have thought of the job the front office has or has not done this offseason and offseasons prior, this offseason of Goody is one that just keeps on giving.
Coming up on 652 here on this Wednesday morning. So usually when we have our teammate from 1017 The Truth, Dr. Ken Harris, with us on Wednesdays, we pick a topic to work our way through. Today, so much stuff going on, Dr. Ken. I want to get a few quick takes from you on a number of things. So I want to pick up on a conversation that we were having on the show just yesterday. The state proposal to allow teens as young as 14 to serve alcohol in restaurants because restaurateurs, small business owners are saying it's tough to find workers. If I got to have the bartender bring drinks over to a seated couple at a table just because somebody ordered a beer, it's a problem. 14 years, we would be the only state in the union to allow teens that young to serve alcohol. I got no problem with it. The state with all the drunk people driving around? What? No. And all the, oh, okay. Nah, that's a dumb idea. Why? 14 years old? Well, no. they're going to be more we have or less and, drunk people because a 14-year-old can bring a beard over to the table? We've been acquiescing to the Tavern League and those types of organizations for years. It's time to tell them no. You'd be shocked to discover that they are on record having said they support it. Well, good. <laughs> good. Well, right, I'm not yes. shocked. I know you're not. I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> no, that, 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 that's a dumb idea. That is a dumb idea. All right, I'm I told sorry. you quick take so we okay. can move on. Dr. Ken's on record. Dumb idea. Give him, give him one word for each one, right? State also floating the idea of some major restrictions on youth access to social media. I don't know about the implementation of it. I definitely think it's a conversation we need to have. Really? Because I... When is it the state's job to tell a parent what their kid <laughs> can do? I knew it. Like, what is that? I no. Don't, I don't generally like it. Here's my thing, though. Like, I need some help because because they're all on it and because this is the space I'll, with which they communicate with each other. It's really hard. I'm not saying it's impossible, and I know it's my mm-hmm. job, but it is a challenge for me as a parent to get in there and regulate I'll that. I'll create on. a parenting class for you. You can come. It'll only be like $1,100 a minute. <laughs> Because that's I can't really, get it for free here at six nah, fifty. No, <laughs> I tell you. B- bottom line is that your kids are going to do it. So as long as you have access to it and you check it properly, I don't think it would be a problem. We don't punish our children when they do things that we tell them not to do. That's true, and that's part of the issue. And so if we would just be consistent, our kids will follow. It's hard. You can't. T- I'll tell you what, though. You can't take the phone away. Because they, you know, you can say, all right, well, when you get home, then the phone goes in the box or whatever. But, like, they got to have this thing with them. Like, that's how we. That, that, that's, that's how totally the school fine. even communicates with them. Oftentimes. Yeah. But I'm more concerned with what you're putting into it and what gotcha. you're getting out of it. All right. We always say the devil is in the details. Mm. For city leaders, there are a lot of devils in the details of this plan to increase shared revenue and allow the county and city to levy additional taxes in order to get them out of their disastrous budget holes. You and I were talking about this a little bit yesterday. You were privy to some information. And now they released it. Yes. And you can read it in the bill. How idiotic is it for the state of Wisconsin to come into the city and tell them, you can't lower your police force less than what it is this year. So whether you have the money or not, you got to keep it. There are some things in there like, oh, yeah, you need a two-thirds vote. Why is the state telling a local common council how they can vote? The only way I can see that is the people the city sent basically sold them out. That now the mayor can do what he wants to do and you can't change it because you need a two-thirds vote. There's some of the things that are in there that says, oh, you can't change that without a two-thirds vote. You can't, you can't use this money for that. You can't use it for cultural or entertainment, anything that has to do with race, sex, gender, blah, 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 blah. So you've effectively cut off all of the neighborhood festivals. You've cut because one, you know, some idiot's going to say, "Hey, that's cultural. You can't do that." You know, it's it's 
they've effectively given away the farm. They've taken all the power from the common council. And now, technically, the chief of police has the power over the police department, not the fire and police commission. But the fire and police commission hires and fires the chief. So they don't like it. Out next. Did you read that? Right. You should you should read that document. It will make your hair be like my hair. <laughs> it's amazing the the power it gives the chief of police now. But don't you see I kind of like that. I mean I like I like civilian oversight that we have with the FPC, but I also like the FPC to hire the person to run the mm-hmm. department as he or she sees fit. And if they don't do it that way, then fire them. As but opposed chief, to micromanaging all but this stuff. But the chief stuff. gets to make his own rules. Huh? Well, what do you mean rules? Rules, procedures, policies. Gets to make his own. Well, who do I want? Just some random community members on this thing? But at least there's a conversation between them. At least okay. there's dialogue. You work with the city, right? You, you work with the citizens. More that inclusive. Document, more, pe- more voices in Correct. It. That document says, nah, we just decided it's going to be this. And the chief can do it. That's it. Done. And we only hit on a few topics this morning. Dr. Ken Harris, you can hear more on the afternoon show on 1017 The Truth with Dr. Ken every day. Thank you. What, what was that look? Now, Eric and Dr. What? <laughs> he did, gave me a look and a point. Maybe <laughs> the smile. look and the point. He'll get it. What, you want to stay for another segment? We, can, we got all morning. I got all morning. <laughs> we can just stay here.